The sun has set, the air is cold, something moves beyond the clearing. A faint whisper, a heavy footstep, something's getting close. But have no fear, you should be safe, the campfire is going strong. Gather round, but be warned, they come before dawn. Good evening, dear listeners, and welcome to They Come Before Dawn. I am your host, Lawrence. And I am your co-host, Ray. And on this night's episode, we're talking about weeping women. Yeah, weeping women. Weeping women. Women who cry and we women who are sad. What is a weeping woman, right? Just said it. Well, yeah. A vengeful spirit. Yeah, it has a bit more to do. Yes. It's a, a, a What was the first thing you thought of? A banshee. Banshee. That's pro- probably most people who think of La Llorona. Which are the most prominent figures. Yep. <laughs> both of you both of them are will be spoken about by you. Yeah, true. And I had no option of picking any of those, but I didn't mind it. Well, you did, but you just gave them to me. Ah, yeah, that's that's true. I gave, <laughs> I gave them to you. I, I mean, I picked Lyroma. Yeah, that's true. You said, you yeah. do Banshee as well. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. I fucked myself, that's yep. correct. <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, so, a weeping woman is traditionally a woman who has died, a woman who has passed away by grief or by sorrow or in um, I believe in childbirth as well and their spirits are still they still remain on earth and Mm -hmm. they take certain forms different cultures have different forms of um, weeping women exactly so we'll both talk about two different forms yeah and perhaps we should just start off with yours yeah, I'll start with La Llorona in a second, but first, Lawrence, how are you doing tonight? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> how am I doing? I'm doing great, Ray. I'm doing great. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm doing great, Ray. How are you? I'm good as well. Okay, let's continue on with the episode. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, I mean, um, I wanted to actually thank the listeners. Oh, you wanted because, to? Why um, do you want to do that? Our last episode. Yeah. Was it our last episode? That's the Adlef Pass. You mean the one before that? The one that? before that. Yeah. The Phantom the ho- Horses the was Phantom actually horses. quite popular. Yeah, it's our third most popular episode at the I moment. I think so. So yeah. I really want to thank everyone who listened to that and enjoyed it. I mean, so. it is quite logical for episode zero and episode one, which are the first and second episode, to be the most popular one because that's what most people probably listen to it once they start once they find the show so to just randomly have episode eight be the third most popular episode is yeah was quite surprising mm-hmm. um, yeah so i really i'd like to thank the listeners as well it is was a very pleasant surprise for the mm-hmm. both of us indeed yeah and um i'm, I'm kind of looking forward for our because we're almost at 100 uh, instagram followers we we are? We're at 83 right now. Ooh, that's so close. That's a thing we'll look into in the future mm. and we'll probably have something uh, planned for that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it is. We both of us didn't start this episode by. Uh, both of us did start this podcast by us wanting to be popular and us wanting to have a lot of listeners. Mm-hmm. We always said to ourselves, even if five people a week listen, we're gonna be yeah, happy. Exactly. Um, but it is still surprising to have some people listening. Yeah, indeed. It is, and to have that number, that one hundred, and then obviously those milestones will yeah, yeah, yeah. will skip forward. But to have that milestone ahead of you is is it's really something to look forward mm-hmm. to. It is. And with that being said, yeah. I hope <laughs> all of our listeners are are also doing very well. Yeah. And we'll dive right into the episode. Yeah, okay. Well, so... What? Yeah, you'll you'll start with... I'll start. Yeah. I'll be talking about La Llorona. La Llorona is a um, tale that comes from Mexican folklore. And it is about a restless spirit who wanders near lakes and rivers, looking and crying for her own children. Her own children, okay. There are many versions of the legend, but... I'll start with this one. It's a story. story you're, oh, you're gonna start off with a story. story. I have I have no idea what... I mean, I have an idea what La Llorona is to uh, picture it into mm-hmm. my mind. But uh, let's just start with your story. 
There once was a beautiful young woman, the daughter of a simple farmer, named Maria. She was known for her beauty, and many men, both rich and poor, admired her for it. One day, she catches the eye of the richest man in the village, and they fall deeply in love. They soon get married and have the biggest, most expensive ceremony the village has ever seen. Lucky them. Yeah. They're really happy together and eventually decide to grow their family. They bring two children into the world, two boys, before deciding that their family is complete. That's always so interesting. I don't want to interject, mm-hmm. but it's always so interesting that these tales tell they want to grow their family. They just started fucking. That's what the story yeah. says. So they started fucking and they wanted to have kids. Yeah, yeah, well, they, they wanted to have kids. Yes, yeah, yeah, they wanted to have kids, yeah. And they had to. <laughs> the farmer's daughter is living her fantasy life. Her dream has come true. But sadly, this is not a happy ever after story. Those stories pro- almost never are. You know, but you know. Mm-hmm. So the husband is becoming distant. He yeah. stays out late, pays only attention to the children and not to Maria. Okay. So there's simply just something off about him. She, like she can sense it. Like there's something off. And he he's no longer the same man as before. That's what she said. Okay. It's not the same man. He's not the, he's not the man she married. No. It's not the same. Now Maria's biggest fears come true when she sees her husband with another young, beautiful woman. Oh damn. The bastard. When confronting him, he claims that they are in love and it is God's will for them to be together. Yeah, bringing God, sure. The husband denounces Maria and their children, forcing them to go back to the poor streets where she came from. Okay. In rage, Maria decides to seek revenge by drowning their children in the nearby river. That's, um, yep. yeah, that's a very specific way of getting revenge, I guess. Immediately regretting her actions, though. Okay, yeah. She jumps into the water as well, but it is too late. She runs into the streets, screaming and wailing in inconsolable grief. Mm -hmm. Maria mourned them day and night, barely eating and spending most of her time near the river to look for her boys. Maybe she... Okay, but she... Yeah, she's a murderer, yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Over time, she grows thinner and thinner. Her white dress is now dirty and torn until she eventually dies on the banks of the river. When arriving at the gates of heaven, she's the night axis. Heaven? Yeah. She's the night axis and yeah. sent to purgatory on earth. Doomed Pur- to... Purgatory on earth. That's what it said on... Purgatory on earth? Yeah, that's what it said. Purgatory on earth. Uh, purgatory isn't on earth. Well, is it like on the... Sa- it's, it's on earth, but just on an astral plane? I don't know. I'm not too sure either, but that's I'm what it that said on the internet. Purgatory on the Earth. The internet said purgatory on Earth. So I just... Well, she was sent to... Yeah? Not purgatory, because she's on Earth. <laughs> okay. She's, but anyway, she yeah. was doomed to find her lost yeah, children. Okay. What? <laughs> purgatory on Earth. I don't know, man. In the village, word begins to spread about a woman floating over the river. Her wailing becomes a curse of the night and people are afraid to go out after dark. She would be seen walking along the riverbank crying for her boys. The children of the village are warned not to go out at night because the restless spirit of this woman might catch them or even drown them. Mm-hmm. The people no longer spoke of Maria. They now spoke of Lairona, also known as the weeping woman. Oh, it's, it's a translation. Yeah. Oh. Apparently. That's an interesting tale. Well, we mm-hmm. can always, these stories and uh, the stories I'll tell and probably the other stories you'll tell on this episode, every single story has its morale and this mm-hmm. one's obviously a tale that's been told to children to, to make, scare them. Yeah, to yeah. scare them to stay away from water uh-huh. and to not stay out late. Mm-hmm. These are normal things, not to spoil you. There are some tales I'm gonna tell that aren't that logical. Oh, but this okay. one is this one is quite logical. You can understand yeah. that someone tells this exactly to safeguard their child. Mm-hmm. In other versions of the story, it is said that she would only attack cheating husbands yeah. um, and not children. Mm-hmm. Another version uh, says she would attack anyone who would dare to come close to her. Yeah. 
Um, and she would kill any crew and cold way without time to beg for mercy. Yeah. There are still, you can still see if the story pertains to Ladrona attacking cheating husbands, and it's obviously mm-hmm. a cautionary tale to not cheat on your wife. Yeah, exactly. If she would um, then just attack anyone, you can still see that as a, the way you should not trust strangers. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are quite logical. Yeah, they are, yeah. exactly. Um, there are in other cultures very similar stories as well. In Greek mythology, we have Medea, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. That's correct, yeah. A daughter of King Aetis of Colchis. That's, I think it's Colchis, but yeah, sure. you are very near. Near. Correct. Yeah, you are very close so, to So, she murdered her own sons in revenge after her husband, Jason of Argonauts. The Argonauts, yeah. Okay. Abandoned her for another woman. A very famous uh, Greek hero. Jason oh, the of course, that I didn't know. Yeah. Jesus. Jason <laughs> who uh, went to find the Golden Fleece. Jason who went to find the Golden Fleece. The, ah. That's something that rings a bell? Nope. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. How do I put up with this? Sorry, man. Mythology yeah. is not my thing. I mean, but it's interesting. It's, it's cool that you put a Greek mythology in it. Yeah. It's I have really another, surprising. I have another one. What? Tell me. <laughs> um, the story of Lamia. Lamia? Lamia. 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 The daughter of Poseidon. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Come on. It's the easiest name. <laughs> oh. She had an affair with the god Zeus and was forced to devour her own children by Hera, which no. is Zeus' wife. That's in correct. In case you didn't know. I, I wasn't aware. <laughs> I thought so. Um, the horrid act made her body transform into that of a terrifying beast, cursed to spend the rest of her days looking for more children to feed on. It's interesting because Lamia, you said she's the daughter of Poseidon. Mm-hmm. Poseidon is the brother of Zeus. Which would mean that she had an affair with her uncle. Ew. You didn't know that, did you? No. Okay, so mm. try to keep that out of your mind now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so there are many personal stories on the internet as well. People who claim to have seen or even survived an attack by the weeping woman, mm-hmm. Lairona. Someone even claims to be Lairona. Yeah. True. Yeah. Trustworthy, I guess. Yeah, of course. Um, now, it's actually a little sad because I mean, this is a true story. What I'm now gonna say. Um, in 1986, a mm-hmm. Texas woman named Juana Leija attempted to drown six of her seven children in the Buffalo Bayou outside of Houston after being abused by her husband for a very long time. It's Bayou. 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 Well. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, two of her children did not survive the attack. And when Juana was later asked why she would commit such a horrible crime, she claimed to be La Llorona herself. Okay. That's pretty freaking weird. A very interesting story. I'm gonna talk about something very different. Um, I sometimes, most of the times, correct you when you mm-hmm. say names, and I'm 100% sure that that's gonna bite me in the ass later. Someone's gonna get angry on the internet and gonna type out hate comment or oh, something no, or a bad comment. comment about, wow, look at this asshole. Oh. He is, he, his co hosts a woman and he keeps on uh, correcting her. Why would someone you, do that? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's the it's, internet. That's, that's true, but I mean, it's better that you correct me right here, right now, and you, uh, unless, you, um, instead, of someone else could be like, oh, this stupid bitch can't yeah. even fucking you know, say I, names. You know, I, I don't mean to correct you to uh, shame you or something. It's in, it's good nature. I, I didn't feel shamed, but... Now you do. <laughs> <laughs> fucked up again. K- no, no, kept no, no, on no. digging that hole for myself. It's fine, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Have you seen The Curse of La Llorona? I haven't seen it, I'm, I know of it. I've seen it um, when it came out in 2019. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it's part of the Conjuring universe, so I had oh, yeah, really yeah. big hopes for it because yeah. I really like You're the a huge fan yeah. of the Conjuring um, universe. I love the Conjuring universe. Mm -hmm. um, it was not great. It was a bad movie. It was indeed not. I mean. <laughs> so it was in line with the rest of the Conjuring nah, movies. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. So, um, yeah, it was bad. It was a bad movie. You would recommend it? I would not. How much? But how much out of 10? It's hard for me to say that now because I watched it two years ago and I don't really remember how it went. Okay. Um, but I don't think I would have given it more than five out of ten okay. stars. That's not really, that's not a good recommendation. Exactly. So um, when I was researching, I found the movie La Llorona and it said very good reviews, 37 times nominated, 21 won, and I was like, Nominated? Like, like for huh? an Oscar or something? Yeah, awards and stuff, all kinds of awards. Oh. And I was like, huh, but it was so bad. It's a different movie. Oh, it's in that came out in the same year. Also about La Llorona. Yes, except this movie is just called La Llorona. The yeah. first one is the yeah, Curse of La Llorona. Llorona yeah. This one is La Llorona. And it's um, originally from Guatemala. Yeah, Guatemala. Um, so it's Spanish speaking S as well. South America. Yeah. And it's also, yeah, and it's also from yeah. 2019. So this one is actually apparently very good. Um, sadly, I did not watch it before this uh, episode because yeah. my Amazon Prime um, membership uh, <laughs> hasn't been renewed, and I did I didn't really want we'll, to pay we'll it. We'll watch it. So. We'll watch it together <laughs> so, one, one day. Apparently, it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, yes. we'll watch it together one yeah. day. So, so yeah, we've got two movies: the bad one, the good one. Let's watch the good one. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. not waste yeah. our time with a bad I mean, movie. Thirty-seven times. Nominated, nominated yeah, for an award, that's a and 21 won. Yeah, 21 won. That's a lot. So I'm really curious about this one, actually. Yeah, so do I. So that was it for uh, La Llorona. Okay. It it's was, your turn. Yeah, La Llorona. Yeah, interesting. So you you talked about a Mexican folklore spirit. I'll be talking about a Japanese one. Yes. Yeah. It's a Japanese one. It's called the Yonaki Baba. Yonaki Baba. Yonaki Baba. Mm -hmm. I'm probably not... You are saying it correctly. That's uh, it's not. A, I don't think it's. I, I pronounce this as as a Japanese person would, but Yonaki Baba. Yonaki Baba. I think yeah. that's quite. Sounds good. a bit Russian because Baba is witch in Russian. Oh, it is. But it's not a witch. It's a spirit. It's a spirit. Okay. Yeah. So the Yonaki Baba is a spirit uh, similar to a class of spirits called Yakubio Gamu. Yakubio Gamu. It's a minor deities and spirits which bring sickness and disaster wherever they go. Hmm. Apparently that's a big thing in Japanese culture. Mm -hmm. So the Yonaki Baba looks like an old woman mm -hmm. with uh, scraggly unkept hair and dressed in plain robes. Okay, yeah. yeah. She feeds off of other people's sadness, so she appears outside of houses where tragedy has struck. This sounds so familiar. Yeah, it does. Um, I, I mean... I've researched a few Japanese spirits in yeah. high school, so oh, maybe yeah, I yeah. came across this one. That could be. These Japanese spirits are all pretty similar. They're all very, very specific. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They are. I have a really some, oh, I, one of my favorite, but that's one yeah. of so, <laughs> Yeah, we could do an episode about Japanese spirits. Yes. There are like thousands of Japanese yes, spirits. Yes, that would be okay. so great. Well, we'll have another episode uh, about Japanese spirits. Yes. She remains outside of the house uh, where tragedy has struck, weeping loudly all night long. Its weeping, however, is contagious. Oh. Yeah. Contagious? If, yeah, contagious. Oh? If you hear her weeping, you cannot help but weep as well. What? Yeah. That's and so And that weird. sadness, she feeds off. <gasps> oh my god. That's... Sounds logical, to be honest. I mean, yeah, but whoa, damn, that's... Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It is said that the Yonaki Baba visits the same house multiple nights in a row. Oh no. Families which are visited by Yonaki Baba night after night invariably fall into ruin. Oh. Yeah. It might look like she is sharing the sadness of others. Sometimes it is said that she weeps out of scorn, mocking those who are truly sad. Oh. So, it's a different interpretation. Mm -hmm. Sometimes she's weeping out of sadness. Sometimes it's mockingly. So it's mocking, yeah. yeah. 
It has also been suggested that the arrival of the Yonaki Baba is a divine signal that disaster is near. So rather than bring the disease and ruin herself, she can be seen as a divine herald with the duty of warning humans that misfortune, sickness and death are on the way. I'll show you a picture of the Yonaki okay. Baba. Yeah. I found one. I mean, I actually already saw it, but... Yeah, so that's a Yonaki Baba. <laughs> oh my god. Ooh, it's... Oh my god, no, that's really creepy. It is pretty creepy. If I saw that in the dark, I would really... Like, yeah. I mean, it's... If you see La Llorona or, like, anything that resembles a banshee... Yeah. You're, you're kind of like, oh, you know, it's a ghost. You kind of expect it to be looking like the grudge or whatever. Yeah. But that is... That's look like a little... Horrifying! It's look like a little goblin. Yeah. Yeah. This is, however, an artist interpretation well, yeah. of the Yonaki yeah, Baba. Of course, but the, the original drawing of the Yonaki Baba isn't that detail, it's very faint. So ah, okay, this yeah. artist took that picture and, oh, and sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. built on that. Mm -hmm. Okay. I understand. And to be honest, that's the only thing I've found about the Yonaki Baba. I see. Yeah, it's a very short. Yeah, it's very but it's short. It's a very interesting one. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's nice that it's like a little bit different than the typical ones that I'm bringing. Yeah. So, I mean. Typical ones you stole? Stole? How did I steal them? So I want to do the banshee, but you didn't let me. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. You are. That's true. I'm kidding. Speaking of Banshee... Yeah! I'm back here with the Banshee. Back here with the Banshee. <laughs> so yeah, I'll, I'll be talking about the Banshee. Um, there are a lot of stories about the Banshee, mm -hmm. a lot of info. Um, I'm trying to kind of, you know, reduce it. Condense it? Yeah, mm -hmm. so to keep the most important things That's in. What we're supposed to do. Yeah, but I mean, that's I, the whole point. I was reading and I was like, should I include this? Should I include yeah. that? Like, uh -huh. oh my god. So, obviously, I won't be able to say everything, but you know, the internet is out there for anyone who's interested. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to They Come Before Dawn. <laughs> Want to know more about it? Look it up yourself, <laughs> dummy. But I will be talking about the most important. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, most known uh, things. So how we see the Banshee most of the time is like in books, games, movies, mm -hmm. um, is an evil ghost who is after revenge. Yeah. That's what most people, yeah, that's, that's what correct. I thought of Screaming, when I heard revengeful yeah. spirits, yeah. But there are many versions of the Banshee. In Scottish folklore, the Banshee is known as a fey vampire. A fairy. A fairy vampire, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Apparently. Who takes the form... So it's more vampire-like than fairy-like. Yeah. That's kind of what that means, Yeah, I guess. okay. So she takes the form of a beautiful woman with long white hair, which she combs with a silver hair comb. Very specific. Yeah, but it's a vampire? Silver? Mm, yeah. It's, it's vamp, it's not wolf. Not werewolf. But vampires... No! Vampires typically don't really prefer silver as well. That's the reason why you can't see a vampire in a mirror. Or oh, you yeah, couldn't right. see vampires in a mirror. Oh, that's right. Because mirrors, mirrors were made yeah, we're, out of we're silver. silver. And now not anymore. So yeah. that's why we can see them. That's why we should be able yeah, to see yeah, them yeah. if a vampire was real. Except if you're a sombra. Anyway, she said... <laughs> Wait, the sombras aren't visible in the mirror? And photographs, no. Yeah, photographs because they have their clan bane that they're not. But also not in a mirror. Not in a mirror? No. Oh, didn't know that. Mm, I thought no. that was a specific. Uh, there's kindred specific to not be seen in these classical myths. It's very La Sombra. It's to not be seen in a mirror. Anyway, typical, most of you will not know what we're talking typical, about. It's vampire demonstration. The typical clan bane of La Sombra is automatic doors. Automatic doors? Doors that open by themselves. Because they won't open for the Sombra. Because it's technology. Oh. If you wanted to talk about <laughs> the Sombra, you should know everything about the Sombras. Don't just pick and choose. Let's, let's continue with the Banshee, okay? 
<laughs> yeah, so it's, it's a vampire masquerading. It is, it is. Back to the Banshee. The Banshee seduces and lures men with her beauty and singing, only to drink from their blood. She extracts the blood with her fingernails, which turn into long claws when she attacks. Yeah. The Banshee especially preys on hunters because apparently like, they already smell of blood. Yeah, so that sounds logical. So that's why like, she preys on hunters, hunts on hunters. The hunts the hunter? Hunts the, the hunter. Hun the hunted becomes the hunter? The hunter. The, other the way prey around. becomes the hunter. The hunter, the hunter becomes, becomes the prey. prey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First try. When a man <laughs> 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 when a man encounters a banshee, he will be asked to dance with her. And once they start dancing, the men fall in some kind of trance, which makes it easier for the banshee to drink their blood. Yeah. And they're most likely not gonna defend themselves. Like they're just gonna let it happen. Okay. So, the men are then. Is left that some sort of commentary on something? A beautiful lady asks a man to dance, and they'll just let it happen. Yeah, and she drinks we, their blood. And she drinks their blood. Then is that a parable? Are, 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 <laughs> are we saying something right are, now? Are, are we saying something? <laughs> anyway, the men are then left for dead with huge wounds in their neck and shoulders. Male victims will simply die. After okay. an attack of the Banshee, but female victims will turn into Banshees themselves. Oh. Yeah, I didn't know that. Like, that oh, was... It's like a zombie, but a, I mean, a sex-related zombie. A gender-related zombie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sex-related? What? I didn't mean, what? I didn't yeah, mean the... yeah, gender, yeah. gender. Um, the Banshee usually lives far away from society, somewhere mm -hmm. in the forest or the mountains, where during the day she rests underground in a coffin. Okay. Mm. Very it's vampire. Very like. vampire. And but here's here's the thing. The banshee can transform into animals. Okay. Everything except the bat. So not that's very vampire like. Also very specific. Very specific. Well the gangles can do that as well, but it doesn't it doesn't matter, yeah. So mm. Her preferred choice is a wolf. However, oh. she will often transform into a crow or raven as well. A crow? A crow. Crow? A crow? Crow? What's a crow? I thought it was pronounced crow. <laughs> what? A crow? It's a crow? It's a crow. <laughs> have you been saying crow wrong your entire life? Yeah, I have. <laughs> it's oh, no. crow. Crow? Crow? Because crow. without the R, it's cow. Is that why you say crow? <laughs> oh, that's... Probably. Whoa! A crow? It's a crow. A crow? That doesn't sound right. There's no word where they say crow? <laughs> wait, wait, let's just... Let's just... You can always just type it into translate and it'll say... Oh yeah, that's right. Let's see. Crow. Oh no, I'm wrong! So we okay, have our five honestly, minutes. Honestly, honestly. In Dutch it's also cry, so it's the ah, the crow. That's where No, it's crow. <laughs> <laughs> the crow grows. What? That doesn't make sense. What the crow grows? Yeah, like it's so like <sighs> Anyway, we have our five minutes laughing about Ray <laughs> mispronouncing a word. Oh just you wait, you'll get that back. You'll be mispronouncing something. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll be mispronouncing yeah. some as well. It's fine though, it's fine. We're here to learn, right? <laughs> We're here to learn. Crow. Crow. Alright, so... She can transform into a crow or a raven. <laughs> yeah, crow or a raven. And when she is transformed into an animal, she loses her magical powers for that time. How does she transform back then? Just, it just transforms. But... Is the transformation Except for a magical that. power? Except now. for that. Okay. I guess. I guess. I didn't even think someone, about someone that. Someone didn't think about it when they wrote, when they wrote this down. 
wrote this down. Wrote. It was by it was fully on purpose that I mispronounced. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Be besides that, she can also. Speak. Hey. <laughs> besides that, she can also speak any language her victim speaks hmm. in the form of um, telepathy. No. But apparently, she speaks with a strange accent. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why, but might be toward people away from strangers, foreigners. Foreigners who speak oh, the same yeah. language oh, as you. You're actually well, thinking about the logical thing. I was thinking. Oh. Yeah, that's my that's my stick on the show. Shtick. The whole logical part of the mm, show. Okay. Stick your stick. Hmm? Work the banshee won't see it. <laughs> <laughs> to defeat or keep away a banshee, one can use iron, mm -hmm. which can even kill her. Mm -hmm. But apparently, she's also afraid of horses. You know, iron can also kill regular people if you use an iron sword that could kill them that doesn't really matter if you're a banshee right So that was it for Scottish folklore, but of course we still have the Irish folklore. Yeah, it's not the same, and she is portrayed portrayed quite differently in Irish folklore. Mm -hmm. I'll again start with the story. Oh, you like her stories? Yeah, I actually found this in a journal online, and I will put the link to that journal in the case file on the website. Okay, that's a so, good idea. I mean. I don't know what's in the rest of the journal, but this was about the Banshee. Yep. So this is, I mean, I'm gonna guess that this journal was legit. I think I saw a date and it was 1937. So I think this was actual an old journal and someone wrote this down. Doesn't mean it's true, it's but it's- published in 1937. It's actually written mm -hmm. like, you know. Yeah, okay, okay. And it kind of sounds like it's written by a child as well, or, oh. a, or a teenager maybe. Okay, so, yeah. Anyway, the story. Story. Between 15 and 20 years ago, a lady by the name of Miss Dunphy heard the banshee. One night, Miss Dunphy went to bed and after a long sleep, she was awakened by a noise. Her bedroom window faced down the Irish town. It's a little bit weird, like weirdly weird written, written yeah. sometimes, but I'm just gonna go with it. Yeah. When she woke up, she was dazed by sleep. She heard screams. At first, she thought it was the howling of dogs. But as the screaming came nearer, nearer, nearer it yeah. filled the whole vault of the heavens. The whole what of the heavens? The whole vault of the heavens. The whole vault of the heavens. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. But that's the story, okay? All right. Then all of a sudden, it struck her that it was the banshee. Like, oh. I wonder at what point you're like, oh my god, these dogs are so annoying. Oh my freaking oh, god, no, it must be the banshee. banshee. Oh my god. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but she had that, okay? Yeah, she did. So, um... The lady got out of bed and went to the maid's room. She woke the maid and told her she had heard the banshee. Then the maid said, come on over to the window until we see what she is like. But Miss Dumfrey did not go over. The maid looked out the window and said, that's her, alright? <laughs> okay. What is she like? Miss Dunphy asked. The description she gave her was, at first she looked like a huge tangled ball of wool. As soon as she came nearer, she assumed a woman's form. Okay. After a time, she sat on the corner of the boshin. May, may I see how? Boshin. Boshin. I don't know what that is, but I Could think you, mm. it's like maybe I'm just kind of imagining like when you have a fountain, that round thing around it, just sitting there. So anyway, she started keening and combing her hair, and after a while, she disappeared. Could just be a boshin. Could just be a street name. On the corner oh, oh yeah, that could also be the case. I mean, I was yeah. kind of imagining a huge house with not many streets, like just like a yeah. huge. I mean, I don't know what it is. I have no clue either. It's just, I mean, 
probably if no any of our Irish listeners could say what the Boshin is. We don't, but oh. not at the moment. Anyway, after a while, she disappeared. That same night, the banshee was heard in Raylin mm-hmm. and in the Maudlins, and on... I'm not sure if I'm not pronouncing that right. Mm-hmm. And on that very night, a man named McCarthy... McCarthy? McCarthy. McCarthy died in the Maudlins. So I'm guessing it's like a region, street... Yeah, it's probably... Yeah, or a town. And it is said that the banshee follows families whose names begin with O or Mac. Like... McCarthy. Yeah. McCarthy, yeah. Matt McCarthy. That was the passage from the journal. Yeah, that's the thing that I've heard about Banshee as well. That it's very um, family-oriented. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, in Irish folklore, the Banshee is a fae, so not a vampire. It's fairy. fae. Fairy. That announces the death of a person instead of bringing and causing death. Yeah. The fae warns loved ones that death is near and giving uh, the family a chance to prepare and say goodbye. In some stories, it is said she acts as an escort to uh, ensure a person passes safely to the other side. Mm-hmm. And other stories say that um, every family has a banshee yeah. of their own. Yeah. So some stories, she's <clears throat> more like a grim reaper who... Yeah, kind of actually, yeah. sort of, oh, okay. I guess. But how did the banshee become a banshee? Um, it is said she used to be a young woman who was brutally murdered. In some stories, again, there are very a lot of different different, versions. Yeah, yeah, there always are. But in this version, her death was so horrible that she now watches families and loved ones, uh, warning them for death as well. Yeah. She can take many forms. The most common one is uh, the appearance of a young, beautiful woman with long silver or white hair, just Mm -hmm. like the one in the Scottish folklore. Yeah. But um, as said in the story, she sometimes portrayed as an old woman with rags. Dirty hair, long fingernails, and rotting teeth. Okay, this it's always so. It's just a, either she's a young, pretty woman or she's an old, haggard woman. Yeah, there's no there no. Is, there's never an old, beautiful woman. Yeah, or there's never like a middle-aged, plump woman that <laughs> likes to make apple pies in the weekends. Yeah. There's no, no, no. never something like that. But I mean that wouldn't be very scary. I mean, although have you seen? I mean, I'm thinking of tree trunks in, in. If you in, make in apple pie with a lot of butter, butter is bad for your cholesterol. Heart <gasps> disease is oh a scary God. thing. No, I'm just thinking of tree trunks from um, Adventure Time. She's kind of. I don't know. I have no idea who that is. You should watch Adventure Time. What's though. Adventure Time? You are kidding me. No, I'm kidding. You. Oh my God! I was I was Adventures I was gonna Jake quit. I was gonna quit. Yeah. The podcast. I was yeah. gonna. F- Finn, he didn't know what. Finn the human and Jake, Jake the dog. Finn. Yeah. Yeah. I can play the theme song on the ukulele. Okay, I can't. No. I don't even know how the theme song goes. Let that, we're not an adventure time podcast. <laughs> we're we're a, 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 um talk about banshee podcast. Yes, exactly. So tree trunks. In both cases, however, she is portrayed with red eyes, red from crying so much. Yeah, I have that as well. If I cry a lot, my eyes glow red. Yeah, glow, glow red, glow. Oh, it's not glowing. No, it's no, just their their eyes red. are red. Oh, okay, like yeah, crying. yeah, okay. You, yeah, your eyes glow, glow. I mean, I you thought cry. you said it, uh, they, her eyes glow uh, red, so I, I was just making uh-huh. a joke. I was well, just making joke a joke. failed. Joke <laughs> failed again. Why do I even try? Yeah, stop trying. <laughs> no, don't. Jokes are funny. Sometimes she is seen covering her face with a veil. Now I'm really uncertain how to pronounce words. Yeah, but it was correct. Sometimes she is seen in a green dress or with red hair. It's a green dress? No, I'm sorry. It's <laughs> a joke. It's a joke. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I was like, what the fuck? No way. That's impossible. Crow. 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 I mean, it doesn't say crow. It's just Crow! Fuck this crow! <laughs> <laughs> I have never heard anyone say crow in their whole life! <laughs> oh, come on! Crow! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, now everyone's gonna you know, say that to me! You know, the giant metal thing you can <laughs> use to 
pry open doors. The iron bar? It's a sort of an iron mm -hmm. bar. It's also called a crowbar. You've never heard that oh, in your life? Wait a minute. But it's not it, it's not named after the crow. Well, it's probably because it has like a, a sort of like a Yeah, feet. okay, but crowbar. There you have it again. Crow bar. Crowley. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Ah, I got you point. there, got I you there. there. Got yeah, you got me. Yeah, but I got got. <laughs> but... The green dress, sorry. Who yeah. <laughs> had the green dress? <laughs> the version I thought was most creepy is where she appears as a headless woman, mm -hmm. naked from the waist up, carrying a bow... A bow. <laughs> a bow! <laughs> this is such a chaotic episode. We've been laughing for an hour straight. I actually knew it's bow, but now we're just seeing bow. A bow. I'm crying. A ball of blood. A <laughs> ball of blood. <laughs> I'm deceased. Man. Okay. She can appear very beautiful, but also very scary. However, from stories or actual witnesses who claim to have heard or seen a banshee, there's one thing that scared them more than her appearance, and it is her terrifying, terrifying wailing. Yeah. But the where cry of a banshee. That's the cry of a banshee. Yeah, the yeah. cry of a banshee. Where does the story come from, though? The stories go back all the way to the 8th century. The 8th century the eighth. before or after Christ? I'm gonna guess after. That sounds right. Yeah. So it's 700s. Yeah where women would sing sorrowful songs to mourn the dead. Oh. These women were known as keeners. You know what keen, keening is? Keeno. It's like the way they sing. Um, like, um... Throwing. Yes. Sort of, not entirely, but something like that. Like a really specific way of singing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, they were keeners. Now, they would often accept alcohol as payments, which made them sinners in the eyes of others. Sinners. Doomed to become banshees. Mm. Because they accepted alcohol as a payment. Because a woman can have fun in the 8th century. Hmm. Apparently not. But she could not have fun <clears throat> any century, but especially not the 8th century. Apparently. Well, we can have fun now. Okay. There, I said it. We can have fun. Pro-women's suffrage. Suffrage is a word for women's rights and... I'm not saying women should suffer. Yeah, I was so saying, confused. What? I thought suffrage. Suffrage, yeah. Is the word that's the word that's that were used for women to gain rights in voting and. That's a weird word to use though, because I thought suffrage yeah. like suffering. The first time I heard it, it was a weird thing as well. But I just wanted to use a fancy word. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, you do, you do. So yeah. Even though people still fear the banshee, they fear hearing her more. Because mm -hmm. if you hear her wailing, it means that death is near. Yeah. Is it you or your family? Who knows? But in the end, she's not actually a harmful spirit. Yeah. I mean, in Irish folklore. In Irish folklore. In most stories. There are stories in Irish folklore where the banshee is evil, though. Mm -hmm. um, in some tales, they are the spirits of women who in life hated their families, and instead of just warning them for death, so they can say goodbye. She celebrates the death of these family members she despised so much. Yeah, so she's trying to kill her family. Yeah. Um, like, no, she doesn't try to kill her family, but when she knows, like, one of these family members of mine mm -hmm. are gonna die, like, instead of being sorrowful and singing songs, she, um, she screams and, like, celebrates. Yeah. Um, and these screams are, like, chilling to the bone. Yeah. Apparently. No clue. And that was it. That's what I what I had for uh, the banshee. Yeah. Do you know that bobcats, mountain lions? Yeah. They have a, a very specific scream that they use that could also be banshee-like. Oh, really? You want to hear it? Oh, look it up. Don't coyotes kind of have something screamish as well when they're in the pack? What? Coyotes. Coyotes. Um, foxes. No. Coyotes could... I'm not really sure about coyotes, but I know that foxes make a lot of weird noises. Oh, but coyotes actually do yeah, too. Like, that could be possible. But, I'll, yeah. I'll, just look, I'll just look up a mountain lion scream, because it's very mm. 
Um, it's very Banshee-esque. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. Damn, that's an um, impressive scream. But, I mean, you can clearly hear it's a cat. Yeah, you, you, you hear it's a feline making that noise, but... If you're laying in a tent in the middle of the woods at oh, night, oh yeah, I'd, I'd be freaked out. Yeah, you definitely. probably wouldn't think it's a cat, but yeah. you would think it's an undead woman. A coyote scream. Oh, look at a coyote scream. Coyote. It's also the first thing. Yo. <laughs> that's what I was talking about. Yeah, it's a high pitched noise. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Oh, right. <laughs> Let's just listen to the, the fox. foxes are really funny. <laughs> I did not expect that. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. So those were the different screams of different animals who could or could not be interpreted as a banshee. Yeah. Definitely, and especially in that time, or around those times, the earlier ages, you know. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. So that was it for the Banshee. That was it for the Banshee. Back to you. Back to me. Um, I'll be talking about Wetteweven, or as we will call it, Wetteweven. Uh-huh. Just a funny joke, funny thing. In Dutch. Yeah, in Dutch. Um, this was actually suggested by a friend of mine. Oh. Someone you probably know as well, and if she's probably listening, she'll she'll know who she is. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Wetteweven is a term used in West Low German, which is an Indo-European collection of dialects spoken in the northern part of Germany, eastern part of the Netherlands, and a small bit in South uh, Denmark. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a dialect that both of us probably would understand so in some way. Yeah. It's like someone in Sweden listening to someone in Norway. The language is different. Yeah. It's the same. Like we would hear someone in Germany. I understand. It's something along those lines. Um, with the even it means white women or white ladies. Mm -hmm. So it's just more easier to use the term white ladies. But not uh, white as in skin. Well, as well. Well, yeah, sorry. Yeah, as well, because yeah. it's in European. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, it's yeah, uh, okay, it's I European, guess. so probably skin. But these women are also dressed in white. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's where they're getting. So from now on, I'll just call them white babies. Yeah, it's fine. For, for our listeners. <laughs> fine by me too. <laughs> so white ladies appear in sagas. So sagas are, are folk tales. Oh. Okay. Um, in which they could be good or evil. Um, they could be either. Some stories feature them as good beings, but another as evil beings. Mm -hmm. um, they are usually tied to witches and or ghosts. Okay. Yeah, the fact that they're women, could be a witch. Oh, okay, I, I thought you meant actually yeah. tied, like if no. there's a, a, like the, one of these white no. ladies no, 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 no. witch in They're body. very okay. closely related oh, with yeah, yeah. witch tales and ghost tales. Mm -hmm. okay. no. the, the belief in white ladies probably started with the Germanic people, but that's also not certain. We think it started very early on in European history with the Germanic people. You have no idea who the Germanic people are? I do. You do? Yes, okay. of course. I paid a little bit of attention in history class. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, this phenomenon can, however, be found in different Indo-Germanic areas, including in the Roman Empire and in Gaul. So, yeah, we're talking about the Roman Empire mm -hmm. before Christ. Yeah. It's a long time ago. White ladies lived in many different structures. Um, they lived in passage graves, which is like an underground tomb. Mm -hmm. um, they lived in uh, tumulus or tumuli, which is a burial mound. They lived in dolmen. It's a single chamber uh, megalithic tomb. Those are those table tombs. Table tombs? Yeah, you, I mean table tombs, that, uh, how we call it. It's a tomb that's rocks uh, pointing uh, vertically, and then with a horizontal slab on them. Oh. Yeah, those are very ancient megalithic tombs. They're found all over Europe. 
Oh, I mean, I can't really imagine, yeah. but probably. Imagine, like, you, okay. imagine Stonehenge. Yeah. You know, yeah, it has those I, blocks. Yeah. Imagine something along those lines, okay. just not that big. They are big, but are not that huge. Okay. Okay. And there's also they're not portways. Yeah. They're just more a table. It's a table. Yeah, like a table for pointing upwards and one slab. It's like a table. Okay, interesting. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Uh, they lived in uh, Moth and Bailey castles. Mm-hmm. So those are castles, uh, a fortification with a wooden or a stone keep on a raised area called a moat, surrounded by a walled courtyard and surrounded by a protective ditch and palisade. So, yeah, it's a c- castle. Castle? Yeah. <laughs> and they also lived in cairns. They Sorry, what? In a cairn. Like a tumulus, but a tumulus is um, a burial mound covered with dirt. A cairn is a burial mound covered with stone, with oh, rocks. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, you probably know of these things. Cairns are very typical of Irish culture, mm-hmm. Irish folklore. And yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, white ladies danced on the heath or in the forest. They stowed away their money in Dolmen and they knew exactly where valuables were hidden in the forest. Folklore? Nice. Yeah, folklore. Uh, obviously, white ladies get their name from the fact that they were always dressed in white. <laughs> that they were yeah. yeah. They could be the spirits of witches or the spirits of women who have done evil deeds. Mm-hmm. At night, they slowly came out of their living places, hovering over the land. So, hovering. Yeah, like it's like a ghost. Yeah, that's why they're tied to ghosts. Like the banshee and the uh, like a lyrona on the water. Yeah. Like Lalron over the water, yeah. In Overeessel's sagas, they were fae who appeared as white mist. They beckoned people and made them follow them. Hmm. These people went missing and were never found. So they lured people to their death. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. In the German parts, white ladies were sometimes called wise ladies because they are closely connected to Volva. Volva are shamanic seers from Celtic and Germanic times. Oh, okay, I didn't yeah. know that. No. Yeah. And they're uh, what? Wise? Wise? What? Well, yeah, they were. Um, these wise. women were very wise, and they practiced magic. Oh, actually, wise. Okay. Wise, yeah. Oh. They were very uh, wise. They practiced magic, witchcraft, and prophecy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Volva also seduced people and made them disappear. Yeah. Okay. In France. The white ladies are called Damblage. Damblage? Yes, I'm, I'm serious, okay. they're called Damblage. I mean, yeah, yeah sure, it, it is really a translation yeah. of white lady. It literally is. Yeah, and in Belgium, we have a term called Madame Blanche. We, it's just oh. a term for fortune tellers. Madame? Madame what? Blanche. Madame Blanche. Yeah. Oh. I've never heard it, no, but me I've either. also never seen a fortune teller in my life, so... I have, but it was a minute. You a male. probably wouldn't. Uh, it was a man. It was a male. It was a man. You probably wouldn't call. You probably wouldn't call a man a Madame Blanche. No. But whatever. Doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, white ladies are known to switch babies with changeling babies. Oh. You know about the changelings? Yes. Yeah. I mean, not in detail, but yeah. I know something about. So it. they, those are they, a thing that white oh. ladies did. Um, they helped. Kip- they kidnapped women, and for some reason, they helped women get pregnant. Hmm. I don't know why, because changing babies and changing babies—that's a bad thing. Kidnapping women is yeah. a bad thing. But then trying to helping get Maybe women pregnant. To have more babies to switch. To switch, baby. But I mean, that's my guess. Yeah, it's. I don't really see the logic in it. No, I, I can. I think I'm thinking of some, yeah. In, in in the Netherlands, I don't know why I say Tubbergen, this is Tubbergen. In Tubbergen. <laughs> You're in saying a Dutch name with an English pronunciation. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I get it. Let's <laughs> try again. In Tubbergen, in the Netherlands, the white ladies are evil. They have sharp claws, they love to hunt, and they walk with sort of like a gliding step. The story of the wild ladies in that area, and let me tell you, it's a, it's a pretty weird one. Okay. As I said, it's a it's pretty weird. 
I'm in for a weird. Yeah, it's it either in Dutch or in English. This is pretty weird. So it goes as such: <laughs> a woman went to get water and was mm. taken by twenty white ladies to dance upon the hills with. Her husband stayed behind with their child, and he thinks that the neighboring women take care of his child. Okay. After a while, it appears this is not the case. So he pretends to go to work, but he remains waiting at the side of his house. He hears the voice of his wife, but he doesn't see her. He converses with the neighbors. They decide to free the man's wife. Mm -hmm. So they travel by cart, and when the white ladies come, the men spring from an ambush. It's a weird story. It, get, it, <laughs> it goes really fast. Okay. So uh, they fire upon them and the white ladies run away. So probably with guns. I mean, yeah. probably. They find the man's wife in a ditch and they take her home. Oh, in yeah. a ditch? Yeah. So she's... Alive. Oh, okay, she's yeah. alive. Okay. Yeah. The mists follow them. And they threaten the wife with eternal captivity if she doesn't voluntarily join them again. Wait, who? The whites? The mists. The mists? The mists are the white ladies. I'm very confused. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> it's a very confusing thing. I'm very confused. The mists follow them home and the mists are the white ladies. So, the mists follow them home and threaten the wife with eternal captivity if she doesn't voluntarily join them again next part is a curse. I don't like seeing curses, but... If someone speaks the words away you pick, the woman shall return to the white ladies. Wait, what, That's what, a curse. what woman? The woman that they The woman just... that they wanted to... that they captured and then... Free? free that was free and that took home and the mists followed them. That woman. I know, it's so fucking, oh, it's a fucking what? weird story. It's a really weird it's story. It's a fucking weird story. I, I swear to you, it's, it was so difficult to write this down, but it's such a fucking weird story. Damn. So the woman remains at home, uh -huh. but she is quiet and without the will to live. Aww. She does not care for her child any longer. The neighbors do. Okay. She asks her husband to warn everyone about the curse. You know the way? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She lives. They live in fear. Sometimes a white lady even passes their house. Oh. Yeah. The woman starts to desire the end of the waiting, and after a couple of days, a farmhand curses at a pig. Away you pig! The farmhand quickly runs to the farmer and tells him about the words he said. Oh no! They return to find the woman gone. The curse has been done. And she is dancing with the white ladies on their hills. Oh, no. The woman cries a lot and she has golden earrings and pearls around her neck for some reason. <laughs> that's, okay, so, that's, that's so weird. Yeah, okay, sure. Um, why not? It's, it's really weird. I detail. don't, I have no idea what the moral of this story could be. As I said, <laughs> yeah, every funny. story has a moral. I have no idea what the moral of the story is. Yeah, no. It's such a fucking. I swear to you. I have the story in Dutch and I just translated it in English. It's such a fucking weird story. It is it is really weird. It goes so fast. It goes fast and it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. So that's what the white ladies in that area did. What is the moral of the story? I don't know. I don't know. If you're a woman, don't go and get water? Apparently. Because her getting water is the, the cause of her yeah. misery. And if you're a man, don't curse. Don't call women pigs. Just don't say, don't call your pig away, you pig. <laughs> I don't, I have no don't idea. Don't call your pig away. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know, man. I have another story. Oh. In Montverland, in the Netherlands as well, there's a tale of a farmer who gets drunk at a celebration and asks a white lady for a dance. Oh, that's the other way around. Yeah. She took him in her arms, they danced, and then the farmer got a heart attack. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. I know. <laughs> but it's... We have another story. <laughs> Two sentences. And he did. Oh. <laughs> it really is such a short story, but yeah. It's so random. What is up with an... 
what is up with the Netherlands. It's so weird. It's <laughs> We love you Dutchies. <laughs> we have some Dutch listeners, so Yeah, we do, so yeah, we, do. <laughs> we have to, we have to be polite to them. So yeah, th those were white ladies. Yeah. They are very similar to La Llorona and I mean obviously all these stories yeah, sort of there are European stories, not Mexican is but Mex Spanish. Spanish, yeah. Spanish is also European. But that's it's it's Mexican. Yeah. It's not the same. Like the Mexican people are descended from the Spanish? I guess, I don't know. So that could be influenced by the Spanish then? It's Mexican folklore, so... Yeah, it's true. You are correct. It's Mexican... Let's say the Banshee and these white ladies are very European. similar. They are yeah, one and the same, except yeah. that the Banshee cries out and is a harbinger of death. And those white ladies aren't, but mm. they're also not that pleasant. No, they don't seem very pleasant. No. I mean, although I do think that once you're part of the white ladies, that it's probably kind of fun like chit-chatting every I mean, Sunday with your I haven't seen white ladies ever so must not be that fun because if it was fun we would see them all the time I guess I mean I don't know you're always dressed in black so that's true you couldn't be a white lady I can wear white wear white next time <laughs> <laughs> No, you don't need to, you don't need to. I don't so, know yeah. anything white. <laughs> the, the weeping women? The weeping women. I think it's always very fascinating, like, to kind of uh, come back to what you were just saying. Mm -hmm. That in every part of the world, there are similar stories. And, okay, you can travel and go tell these stories. Yeah. But traveling, like, in the 8th century or... I mean, it's done. But it's not that common. Yeah, now we correct. can take an airplane. Like now we obviously now we have internet. But back then it's not that common to travel. So it, I think it's quite funny how so many stories stories are so similar. Yeah. All over the world. Yeah, I thought so as well. So and we this is not the first episode like we've we've seen that similar so. stories. Yeah, it's so you can always find the similarities back, and you can find where. One story has been influenced by different stories. That's why mm -hmm. I say La Llorona is Mexican. I'm not 100% sure, but I think people who are Mexican are from Spanish descent. And Spain being in Europe, these stories are... You, you, you can see the, the I mean, thought, yeah, the it way. would make sense, but yeah. I'm, just, I'm not sure. I don't know if you're I'm not sure right. I honestly have no clue. Yeah, <laughs> same, same, so do I. So, yeah. Okay, well, I guess, that, I guess that's the end then. It is the end. It is the end. Um, I mean, we have been recording for an hour. Again. I guess. Thank you for listening. Bye. <laughs> Ray? <laughs> if any of our listeners would be interested in giving us some feedback or, or giving us some feedback or maybe giving us some feedback, um, where could they do that then? You can find us on every social media platform, but you can simply go to our link tree, which is linked in slash they come before dawn. Oh, I was gonna say something different, but yeah, it's link tree slash they come before dawn. Yeah. Um, and there you can find all the links to our social media, uh, Gmail, and our website. Yeah, YouTube, all, all the all the specials. So, Lawrence, do you have a recommendation for us this night? I actually have a recommendation as well. Uh -huh. So, a few episodes ago, I gave a shout out to our friends at Spirits and Spirits. Yeah. So, you remember the concept of, spirit, of Spirits and Spirits? They talk about spirits, they drink spirits. Yeah, which is booze. Which is booze. <laughs> for the listeners who don't know. The international listeners should know this. But, but... Yeah, we did. Okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, this episode I'm gonna suggest is called Haibu. Haibu? Haibu. It's also about ghosts. as in ghosts. No, boo as in ghosts. It's a show hosted by Sam Hernandez mm. and the fact that I suggest this podcast whilst also talking about spirits and spirits is because 
her podcast is very similar to theirs, except that she doesn't drink alcohol, she smokes marijuana. Awesome. Which... Love it. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna check that, definitely. Yeah. Hi, boo. Hi, boo. So you can find it. it on any... Both. You can just find her on Anchor. All her yeah. details are on Anchor. So anchor.fm slash hi, boo podcast. That sounds so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I really wanna... Yeah. And she's a very... It's very interesting. And it's just the uh, one lady? Yeah, she has some... Um, some different episodes where she talks with some people but not it's mm-hmm. mostly her okay yeah nice yeah that's very cool all right uh, hi boo hi boo hi boo nice cool all right. all right i don't have a recommendation you don't i'll try to think of one yeah let's try to think one all right because so it's been you for a while it's been viewings me you have no. recommended a single. <gasps> That's not true. I did. You, you did? Yeah. Which one did you? I, I, I recommended Bailey Sarian on YouTube. Yes. Murder, me. Mystery, and Makeup oh, Monday. That's, that's true. Okay, never mind. You did. So, you yeah, did. I did. All right, so I would like to thank you all, listeners. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope uh, you did indeed. And have a nice night. See you in the next one. Bye. Crow. The next episode of They Come Before Dawn will be a Halloween special. Please look forward to it, because we will see you on the 31st.